Welcome back to the Fix the Money podcast. Welcome, Bram Kanstad in um, Holland. Yes. Thanks so much for having me on. I love talking to uh, fellow European Bitcoiners. So, uh, yeah, excited to talk to you. Um, Bram, you are um, in Den Haag, is that right? Yes, correct. And, are, yeah. and you do, um, well, you do consulting for businesses, for startups, but you're also a Bitcoiner. You think about problems, you think about solutions. Um, can you give me the, the two minute summary of what you do? Yeah, so basically I focus on uh, early stages of new digital products and businesses. So basically going from zero to one, from uh, people who have an idea, like a lot of entrepreneurs have an idea, to yeah, really determining if they should pursue their idea, right? Like if it has any merit. And uh, I think where that connects with Bitcoin for me is that most entrepreneurs pitch their solution, right? Like I'm going to build an app or a platform or a service for this or for that. Um, but then uh, when when I talk to them, we, we usually quickly get into the conversation about, you know, what is the actual problem that you're solving and what is the value that you're bringing? And it's very interesting to see that thinking about a solution is always easier than actually understanding, you know, the value that you deliver and, and the problems that you are solving. And so that's uh, those are like the types of conversations that I love to have because I think... Uh, you know, uh, um, motivated and, and smart people can do anything. But the, the question is, what should you do and not what could you do? That is, this is important, right? I mean, I, anybody could open a pub at the corner, but should you do that? Is there, is there even demand for the pub if there is four other pubs, right? Something like that. Exactly. Yeah. And also, uh, if, if people say, like, I have an idea for an app, then I always have to laugh a bit because I say, yeah, why, why is it an app? You know, an app is a big decision. It could also be a, a web-based uh, product or um, uh, a platform or a physical uh, type of service, right? So um, when people have ideas, they usually jump too quickly to the thing and the, sh the shape of the, of the product that they basically want to build. Yeah. So... How did you how did you end up there? Do, do you do this uh, like with, within your own company? Do you do this as a freelancer? Yeah, I do this as a, as a freelancer, um, and uh, yeah, I've been involved with basically this process of of, of new products and businesses for the past ten years in in different uh, yeah roles from like investment side to having my own company um, to having uh, built uh, lo lots of ideas. Most of them failed, but I also sold five. Um, but in the past 10 years, I've also spent four years at uh, big tradition, uh, big like corporate uh, uh, financial corporates in like the innovation department. So working with teams who are trying to save these big banks and, and insurers uh, um, yeah, from the from the changing world and, and hopefully helping them adapt. Um, yeah, and that's been a really interesting experience just to be on uh, on that side as well. But now you're on you're on your own and you build your own digital products like, like courses or some stuff like that, right? Yeah, currently I have uh, like a, uh, uh, so I do this online consulting. I also have an online course where I help people, yeah, basically go from zero to one and uh, specifically focused on non-technical people. Uh, so not everyone can code or uh, is a developer, of course, but uh, I do think that a lot of non-technical people also have good ideas. So I'm trying to help them and show them, um, yeah, the steps they have to, to take to go from, yeah, basically zero to, uh, to one. That's something that's very important when it comes to entrepreneurship that basically ideas are worth nothing, right? Everybody has ideas. I have like five ideas when I walk to the office in the morning, but I have to do something about the ideas. And, and basically what you're saying is don't start with an app. <laughs> 
No, well, well, you know, like I, 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 I agree. You know, everyone has ideas, and I always see an idea as like a combination of all these different types of assumptions, right? Like, who is it for? What problem do they have? What is the? What is my product going to be? How am I going to make money? How am I going to reach these people? Like that all culminates, and that becomes an idea, right? But um, I've learned that uh, you have to assume that you're wrong because they are all assumptions, right? And then you have to go out into the world to figure out, okay. Um, can the world show me that I'm actually right and not wrong, you know? And if the world or the potential customers that you want to service um, tell you that you're right, you know, then you have something that has merit. But if you cannot find that, then, yeah, I always say just write down what you've learned and then move on to to the next idea because, yeah, there's basically uh, an infinite amount of ideas in the universe. And that's also, I think, why I tell people, you know, you're probably wrong just because there are so many ideas. And that is totally okay, right? So... The, the challenge is to find the right idea. So, so, you, so, so you're basically like a therapist for a startup founder. That's a good uh, description. Maybe I should use that. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I think I, I see it as like an outside challenger, you know, like I root for the person that I talk to, um, uh, but I also want to be straight and help them to, to prevent them from wasting time, money and energy on, on something that just doesn't have merit, you know, like that would be a waste of... Uh, of, of, of their energy, basically, and, and their um, yeah, ability to hopefully execute on the right idea. Um, so, yeah, I always kind of see myself as that, like an outside challenger for, for these people. That's super yeah. fascinating. And you you spent time. Did you did you have your own startup? Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, or? I've had a few. Uh, I've had a few uh, products that uh, I sold. Most notably is a product called Startup Stash, which is basically like a big uh, curated directory of resources and tools for startups that uh, eventually got like over a million uh, users. And uh, I sold that a, a few years a uh, few years back. So I've always been just really interested in this really early, early stage of, um, of ideas, basically. It's fascinating because we all deal, you know, we deal in Bitcoin, which is digital money. We deal in digital products. Now we're doing this, this talk. I sit in Vienna, you sit in the Netherlands. Um, and, and, you know, even the connection is good today. So that's, that's positive. Um, and I see that you have a very, you know, I like your style. I like your, 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 your presentation online. You're, you're very clear about what you do. Um, I'm sure this also comes with experience. It says on your Twitter, it says idea mindset, startup valuation, zero to one growth. So the whole zero to one idea that's from Peter Thiel, right? And then, and then the fourth part of course is Bitcoin. So my first question would be, um, uh, because you, you outed yourself as a Bitcoin evangelist on June 28th, I think this year, is that correct? Mm -hmm. um, and you said you, after 10 years of studying Bitcoin, I wrote a short essay that is my attempt at getting uh, people started on the Bitcoin journey. Oh, and now I realize that this is the longest tweet I've ever seen. <laughs> I can I cannot read the whole thing. No, no, it's the, very long. The essay is in the tweet. Okay, so it's in the yeah. pinned tweet. All right. Um, but actually, my, my first question would be when you talk to quote unquote normal startup people, you know, um, how do they react to the whole, you know, you having Bitcoin on your profile and, and, and seeing that? Oh, I love that question. I I still think it's like 50-50 or even, yeah, less less positive, I would say. Like uh, Bitcoin is just really hard to understand. Like I have spent the last 10 years trying to understand this and still I'm, I'm, I'm working on this, you know, like um, there's so many dimensions and so many touch points that people can have that... Yeah, it's just really difficult to 
almost summarize it in one sentence, right? But I do get like reactions uh, where people just ask, like, "Hey, I saw I, I saw that you you have this, you know, like, are you uh, are you a maxi or or sometimes people say like, oh, this must be a scam. Like, why are you interested in this? So it's just like their reflection. I always say on what they know. Uh, that kind of works out into what their reaction is when when they see that. So there's there's different levels of starting that conversation. Um, but yeah, I, I I think when I talk to people who are in tech or te- technological minded, you know, and and Bitcoin comes up and I get. Uh, reactions that you uh, probably also get you know like oh i thought in 2014 this was a thing right like why isn't this why isn't this already uh bigger and etc etc and then i always say in the I, I i try in the most friendly way to say to them you know like i know you are a technological minded person but this opinion of yours is just not va- it's not a valid opinion right like i spend a godly amount of hours to try to understand this and i know you have not spent more than three hours on this and you cannot have this <laughs> this this argument basically um or, or this how do you say like the, you you cannot even have this opinion and i say this because i like you and i think you're a technological minded person like please study this more you know like be a bit more humble and just spend more hours. Like last week, I saw a tweet of someone who said, like, to to understand Bitcoin, you have to spend like 250 hours plus. Like, I do think that's true, but that's uh, yeah. That, of course, that's also what makes it hard, and not everyone has that um, time. So I I get positive reactions, but I also experience a lot of opinions that are yeah just not substantiated enough, and that makes it hard to to have a conversation about it, I'd say, because then, yeah, of course I'm defensive or I try to take people along a road and, uh, you know, hopefully pull a thread and, and get them to at least listen to me. But, uh, yeah, it's difficult. But, but you learn different strategies, right? You learn how to, what, what, what might work, what might not work, you know, um, because, because it happens so, so, so frequently. And, and I think that the problem with, or the problem, the interesting thing about Bitcoin is that, you know, you say, you tell people, okay, you're a technology-minded person, do the research. But actually, research is not enough. You know, Bitcoin no. <laughs> is something, it, yeah. you have to actually, you know, you have to basically use it. So actually, you, by you, in order to use Bitcoin, you have to own some, or like, uh, you know, like, yeah. I remember when we had, when we had, um, when I was uh, in, in, in school, um, we got computers, right? And then we learned what email is and we got email addresses. But of course, we, we didn't know what to do with the freaking email addresses. But in order to understand what email is, we had to use it. And, and Bitcoin is very much the same. And th- but in the, in the moment that you put your money in, of course, this is a whole different ballpark. It's not just doing research. It's something else entirely. Yeah, it's it's like a mental model almost or like a framework of thinking. And I love your example about the email. Like I have the exact same example, but with SMS, we would be on the on the soccer field, the football field. We would be playing football and we would send each other text messages from one goal to to the other when we were like 12 or, or 13, where we just had our like first mobile phones. And I remember that we all found it magical that there was like this message floating in the air from like one side of the field to the other and then just coming into this phone it was just mind-blowing right and i think that that you're right in a sense that if you want to talk with someone about bitcoin um at least that's what i'm going to try now is to just pull out like wallet of satoshi let them download it and just send them send them some sets 
to just experience you know how the technology works and then if they think that's cool you know then then talk about you know the other dimensions that are relevant that you can talk about you know relevant to to the to the person that you're talking about there's also a part where and that comes back in that essay like on my twitter where i and and i wrote that essay i think in maybe like 10 minutes just because at one point it you know, my own thinking clicked for me and then I was like, okay, now I have to write this down. That's the great thing about the Twitter and even like this long tweet thing, right? That you... Yeah, that's great. Sitting down to write an article is work, but sitting there with your cell phone writing for an hour and then you basically just wrote a book and you didn't even realize. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's amazing. Um, and what I, what I put in there is like, I love the concept of energy and I think Saylor talk, Michael Saylor talks about this a lot, but he's already so far mentally that sometimes you know obviously you can't really follow him he's like he's gone you know like he he really gets it he's so far into it but i try to bring it down that essay to like okay you know everyone puts in energy whether it's a venture or whether it's your job you know like you 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 output energy into a certain activity or a job and therefore you get energy what we call money you know uh, in in return that energy um, the the reward of that energy is captured in that money and you can use that energy basically money energy to to purchase things that also cost energy to to make or or maintain right and because there is a system in which we are basically now forced you know to to operate just because that is what uh, our countries uh agreed on or just you know the thing that is there we ha- we have to use that but because the energy is melting away over the years um we are basically being robbed of that energy that is captured in that money and i like that as a starting point talking to people like if they see that then we can talk further you know like if you understand that uh, and don't accept that also right mm-hmm. we can talk further about what what is the implication of that? You know, uh, I, I think uh, Saif Dean talks about, you know, short-term time preference, long-term time preference. You know, like if you realize that your your value, your energy is melting away, then yeah, you're going to spend it now to get stuff and things in return that, yeah, represent something that you want to have or that makes you happy. And people lose all this long-term um, time preference because they know that the energy that they could you know, spent on other things just, yeah, is is going away. And yeah, that for me has been like uh, really my, I'd say, orange pilling. Eventually, if I look back, like that, that is what I truly believe. Like that is actually happening. Like it's factual. It's not an opinion. It's very, um, yeah, uh, there's a big rationale involved, I'd say. Like that is just objectively happening. And I think once I really recognize that, then more and more like pieces started to to click and that's now how I uh, try to simplify it also when I talk to other people so I tr- try to ex- let them experience the technology but also yeah hopefully start a thread on showing them that there's an actual problem you know in the in a system that they participate in basically is this because you said you said you've been you've been um, you know learning and about Bitcoin for 10 years is it that you that, that that you only saw the actual problem yourself recently or is it that that um it's the the rest of the world is now catching up yes i'd say both so in the beginning for me like i'm just a 
digital tech nerd, right? Like I yeah. found it in 2013. I saw a video that uh, on Vimeo was called like how our Bitcoin explained or something. And um, I loved it. Like I, I love that's also what Jack Dorsey says a lot, you know, like the Internet needs a currency, etc. Like that. I was really in that corner. Like I just love how this works. It's so simple. Um, you know, the entire basically uh, paper is just a few pages and it's a protocol and like like that that was really like my point of view i'd say as to how i looked at it like the dimensions that i saw um of course i was younger than a student so like all the speculative stuff was interesting like i day traded also in like other shit coins and stuff like that but like later basically from um conversation i had when i worked um at a big bank uh when i was 30 uh, and i had a mortgage and uh, I talked to someone who also worked at the bank and he explained to me that the money in the bank wasn't mine. He said, do you know that? And I said, I know. Can you explain to me? And then we had like lunch for an hour and he explained to me like how all this stuff works and that when you sign the paper that you basically lend your money to the bank and the bank just goes off and try to, tries to make more. And if they make more, you don't see anything. And if they mess up, then, you know, you have all these bailouts and all these things and eventually all the way down the line you do have to pay that bill because that will all be in taxes or money creation wait 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 there was a colleague from your bank yes and that's like an older guy or no like similar age like i was 30 i think he was like just a bit older but he always worked in the bank and i don't remember like what we were talking about before but then he just asked me like do you know that the money in the bank is not yours and i was like what are you talking about does, like, he, I've does, does he do that like like with his colleagues like every other no, day i don't just, know just... he knew i was into bitcoin already okay i don't i don't know the reasoning okay. there but interesting yeah and so we had that conversation and, and yeah like i said like i had a mortgage and i was just participating in the system you know and when he told me that i was like man i am f- very uh uh, you know, uh, how do you say that, like uh, unconsciously um, unaware of how this actually works, but I am participating in it. And, you know, that just didn't make sense to me. Like, as I know myself, you know, like I'm a very investigative, uh, rational person and I was just just moving along with this. And so that was really the first thread of, you know, exploring other dimensions of Bitcoin, especially the economics and like finance part after you know i already saw what made me enthusiastic you know the the technological part and i think now especially let's say the last two years or like post-covid whenever covid ended by the way but uh, that yeah the other people are catching up and and the actual you know um symptoms that you saw before uh, with like the whole fiat money system and i follow stuff that's happening in america you know as do, as do you and i know a bit less actually about uh, what's happening in europe but i know that you know if this if it goes wrong in america then we will definitely have effects here as well and i think it's just becoming more and more clear that you know uh, at a foundational level this system is just um yeah uh, uh flawed Basically, it's open to be corrupted and it has been corrupted. And when I tie that back to how I think about businesses and ideas and all these things, that's exactly the conversation that I have on almost a daily basis about uh, the subject of business and startups, right? Like you have an idea, but what is the foundation of your idea? And if you cannot 
explain that to me logically, then how, you know, I've also been on the investment side, like, why should I invest in your idea or why should I use your idea? You know, if you don't know it, then how are you going to convince me? And that way of thinking has also, yeah, uh, put me on this path of, of diving more into Bitcoin on, on like those dimensions. I mean, in a way, you know, sometimes normie counter arguments to Bitcoin will be, um, yeah, but what problem does it solve? Right. So exactly. sometimes this happens. Sometimes I, I actually I talked to a banker, like a really like important private banker, you know, um, has hundreds of super rich clients. Um, and he asked me, what problem does Bitcoin solve? And, and I say inflation. But of course, when I say inflation, I mean the debasement of the money yes. um, and he doesn't understand. He thinks it solves, you know, prices going up, which which um, so he didn't get it. Mm -hmm. But, but and, and especially because that was before. Um, the whole yeah. inflation thing. And this already for me is mind blowing, right? Like this person should know more than you, right? And you think you, you are using a basic term to describe something and he doesn't understand. Like it's not about being better than another person, but it's just interesting that someone with that much leverage in that world doesn't even talk on the same, you don't talk on the same level about a, a certain subject, which for me is just fascinating. I've, I've, I've only met like when you, when it comes to people who literally work in the banking system, um, mm -hmm. the, I've only met one guy who got it and he was yeah. actually on my podcast and he, but he was like the most important banker in Austria. He gets it. The one Amazing. guy, but he was yeah. always the one guy who would, who would, you know, um, have fun with not like, like going against the grain, going against mm -hmm. his peers. And, yeah. and this is how, also what made him successful. That's why he gets it. It doesn't mean that he will act on it, um, like, uh, on an institutional basis, but at least he gets it. Um, I don't know in mean, most people, if you, if you're close to the money spigot, you know, you're not supposed to get it. Um, and, and, and I don't even blame anyone. It's, it's, it's the, that's why I'm so fascinated by uh, the, the person that you actually met in the bank. And I, I, when, when you tell me that you had this lunch where he tells you how it really works, it's, it, it sounds like this, um, the, the lunch that, you know, Matthew McConaughey and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you had in, in with, with doing the, yeah, but uh, it's like he chest. let me in on a secret or something, you know, like it, and, and, and that's also. So I've spent four years in, 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 in these roles at, at two different corporations, you know, like there ha hasn't been anyone there that really blew my mind, you know, that in, in a good way, you know, where they would show like, oh, this is part of how the banks work or like products that we have or just argumentation that really made me enthusiastic about a system or like how, how it works basically. Right. And when I look at Bitcoin, it's like there's 20 year olds that are blowing my mind every week with how they how they talk, um, you know, almost sometimes in a philosophical way about what is sovereignty, what is wealth, what is ownership and, and like all these things. And yeah, it, it, Bitcoin feels less like a system or a game, you know, like how the, how the banking world feels, you know, uh, as what you mentioned is this guy in Austria. It's like it's a game. They are playing a game and because they are they are playing the game. They are not subject of the game, right? So that's why it doesn't, the, all, the, all the flaws, it doesn't really touch them um, because they are kind of like on top of the game. And in Bitcoin, for me, it feels like it's a way of, 
yeah, it's not playing a game. It's just a way of working together, I almost want to say. It doesn't feel like a game. It feels like, um, I, I also tweeted about Bitcoin, like it's just a protocol. It's just a thing. It's just an idea, right? Like a lot of things are ideas and you can adopt, to it, adopt it and contribute to it or not. It doesn't really matter. It, it doesn't, Bitcoin doesn't really care. Like it, it's just a thing, you know, and that it's such a contradiction to all the complex stuff that's going on in the banking system. And they are telling you it's great and saying it's transparent. But if you have to say it's transparent, it is not, <laughs> you know, it's very basic. It's so simple. <laughs> yeah. Fix the Money is brought to you by 21 Bitcoin, the easy way to buy, sell, save and send Bitcoin. 21 Bitcoin is a Bitcoin only app, not an exchange. There's no distractions. There's an individual savings plan, very low fees, first class personal support, and a German bank account. Based in the Austrian Alps, it's available now throughout Europe. Download now using the code FIXTHEMONEY to get up to 20% off your fees over there on 21Bitcoin.app. Not your keys, not your coins. You need a hardware wallet signing device. Check out the Bitbox O2. Swiss made, secure, beautiful, open source, Tor support, Bitcoin only, and an all around outstanding product. Use the code FIXTHEMONEY on shiftcrypto.ch to get 5% off. That's the Bitbox O2, fix the money. And this is one of the most important questions is when you, you talk about protocol, that's, that exactly is exactly it. That's why the comparison to email and the comparison to SMS is so, is so good because because Bitcoin is not a product, it's not a company. People, you, you talk to founders, but they think about companies, they think about business models, they think about how can I make money, you know? Um, PayPal just launched mm -hmm. their own stablecoin because they want to make money with, yeah, with this, right? Exactly. Um, but, but Bitcoin is, but when you think about it, when you say it's, uh, and this is also, I think, why, you know, the 20 year olds might get it, be getting it quicker because our generation, what, 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 what year are you born in? 87, I'm 35. 87, yeah. 87. So I'm, I'm 83, right? So I, I remember growing up with the internet and seeing these, these things. We had news groups and, 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 and like these, all these protocol innovations that did not stick, right? Even SMS did not stick. Now we use Signal and WhatsApp and stuff, right? But um, when you think about innovating on the, mon on the money, of course it has to be a protocol thing, right? Yes. Otherwise, it <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's almost funny. I don't know, like... It yeah, it's just so, uh, it's funny because it's so simple that when you think about it, that about the fact that it's so simple and you compare that to the obscurity and, and you, you know, hugeness of it now, that's why it's laughable that, that you, it doesn't seem real sometimes, I almost want to say, that this could be the solution to all this nonsense that is going on, basically, right? Like, that's that's why I have to laugh. Like, it's it's just, it is really simple, but it's hard to wrap your head around if you cannot even, like most people, including myself, understand what the current system actually is. You know, that's, it's such, such, such a juxtaposition, almost, right? Like... The, the, the question is, would you have, you know, accepted what your your friend or your colleague told you if you didn't have Bitcoin already? Because only Bitcoin is already the physical act of leaving the system, at least yes. partly. And then you you follow mentally. Yeah, that's that. Uh, so what I mentioned that that 
conversation was one thing for me. And the other thing was at one point I thought I'm not buying Bitcoin. I'm just moving what I own, which I basically don't own because I gave it to the bank, right? I'm just moving that to a system that I, after hours of research, just know is a, a, a better way to store, you know, the wealth and the energy that I gathered by putting out energy as well like once i fought that then i went all in basically like i am like 80 percent net net worth I, I, yeah i just started in moving. a bear market in a bear market oh yeah <laughs> over the years you know like just more and more yeah. but when when i really understood uh, that i actually believe that i'm mo i'm just moving i'm not buying i'm not speculating i'm not investing no i am moving i'm just protecting myself and my family that was it and and then i went you know and uh yeah that 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 was a significant moment i would say where that just clicks but i do believe it what you say as well like if you don't have it then and that's why i also think people need to experience it with like this wallet you know um mm -hmm. and 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 really understand that that what is there is something they actually own you know that just that realization is is so big and it is so big because you just never think about it because especially in our western world it just works quote unquote you know like yeah there's no we don't have those problems that other pe people in other parts of the world have you know i mean yes yes but on the other hand um i mean I, i'm 40 and you are 36 right um I've, I've seen what five or four huge financial crises, right? Um, there was 2000 and there was 2008. Then there was 2020. Was there anything in between? I don't know. I mean, not in the West, but outside of the West. So what I'm saying is I, I, I was on holiday with a friend of mine who is a, who is a university professor, an economist, history. And, and he had a book. I didn't read the book. I didn't have time to do it. He, he was supposed to do a summary on the book. And, and it, was about from the, it was a book from the Bank of England about exchange rate crisis and how to deal with them. It was, and it was this thick and had like 60 chapters. And every chapter was a different crisis in the exchange rate system and how to deal. And I'm like, what kind of shit system is this? If you have, <laughs> yes. if you have a book yeah. with 60 different crises that yeah. you have to somehow manage. It, it, I mean, it's it's... It's it's absolutely it boggles the mind, and now we are trying to prolong the system in the in the in the dynamic in the in the digital world when we're doing like the digital euro, and the mm. digital dollar, and the digital. One hundred and forty. I always have to laugh. There's like one hundred and forty different countries that are doing centralized digital currencies, and then they all have a chapter on we have to be interoperable with everybody else. <laughs> yeah. And it does. Yeah. And that's what, what that's what, what what Jack Dorsey said. You know, the internet needs a, obviously the internet needs a currency. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. But what I meant is more like on our side of the world. So even, well, you you, you mentioned England, like there's been way more uh, crises that we, well, at least I, I'm a more of a normie than you, then I would say, you know, especially when you focus on this subject, like I only know 2008 and, and, and 2020, you know, like that that is my understanding of of, of the, 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 the different like banking crises that, that have been there. Um, but as you mentioned, like if there's a book <laughs> that just shows like all these things that happened. Yeah. And that, that is also, 
again something where I sometimes have to laugh. Like if this is re- like there are books being written about how 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 uh, about all these flaws in this system, and and there's people still defending the system. It, it's just not logical. It, in any other part of the world, it doesn't work like that. And especially you know back to my profession, like in entrepreneurship, like you cannot do that. Like if you start a business and it doesn't work, you have to stop <laughs> and do something else, right? Like it. Yeah, for me, it's very logical in that way. Like if you thought uh, version A was going to work and it doesn't, yeah, move along to version B, right? And and understand what went wrong in version A. Um, maybe you have to scrap the entire uh, concept and, and move on to something else or you can pivot to maybe a version B or a C or whatever. But that 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 is how the progression in the development of any system or technology should go, at least in my uh, opinion you know so it's almost laughable when when you mention a book like that that yeah uh, what is the whole point of a book like that you know what it's i don't know well we, we've come to a to a point where it's just there is so many economists that only that 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 in basically just work in that system it's uh, i mean uh, you know Jeff Booth, right? Mm-hmm. He has this this whole quote about every job actually being an inefficiency. So if you need somebody to do a job, um, that's in an inefficient system. And um, this is especially true for economists. Um, the, um, it, it's actually um, Rahim Bagisadegan, the Austrian economist, he once told me that um, per capita, the, the country that had the most um, economists on the payroll was the Soviet Union. Because they needed so many people that to, make to it work. fix the problems <laughs> yeah. that other people in, in, yeah. in it, in, and you have the same problem within the fiat system. It's it's you, you know people write write papers about other people's mistakes, and then it's it's it, it's not a system actually. It's yeah. just um, so. But 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 I don't think I personally. I mean, yes, I know many Bitcoiners go very deep into the whole economics, but I don't think that you know the masses quote unquote will understand the problem by um thinking deeply about fiat money so what exactly have you seen like how do you describe quote unquote the problem today to people so that they get it yeah as i mentioned i i start i this is now my uh, i'm trying this i'm now just talking about this energy right like uh, mm-hmm. um i almost orange pilled my mom two weeks ago which was great because this was this conversation and i um i also added like a little bit of this you know uh where did money come from we went from bartering if you don't have what i want we uh create something that you know can store the value like the glass beads or the shells or whatever and then now eventually we move on to what became the the gold back money and then the paper money etc so i i tied that in with my story about if you do work and you put out energy, you create value, you get value in return, like what I just um, um, mentioned. Mm-hmm. But then at one point, this conversation um, yeah, kind of goes back to them. I also try to ask more, actually, than less explaining, asking more, like, what do you think is money? Like, how do you see that? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and eventually we do have to get to a point where they kind of feel the problem before we we kind of talk further right like if they don't feel like it should be different or something is wrong then we cannot really continue this conversation because then i'm just almost forcing like my idea of how it should be onto their uh, you know view of the of the world and and how things work and um what they know or don't know etc so 
that my goal is always to hopefully get to that point where they see like mm, that this doesn't really make sense okay like how like where does bitcoin tie in you know and then it's actually uh, not not easy but i think pretty st straightforward to show you know the fiat system works like this um uh, it's very open you know uh, people print money etc etc and then this is bitcoin it's capped it's closed it's predictable uh, anyone can use it you know uh, um apolitical uh, no, uh, you know, a religious and all, all these, all these things. And then I, I, I put those two like side by side. That's kind of my strategy, but, uh, I think, uh, I think I'm at like nine people orange built or something. So I don't know what that score means, but I just try. And actually also like, I have a few like rich millionaire friends. None of them, uh, I managed to orange pill. Uh, and I just. Yeah, like I had one conversation where I said like, okay, if you want to take 200,000 from the bank, do you think you're able to? You know, like uh, there's a guy who sold his company and, and he has this money in the bank. I said, do you think you're able to? And he says, well, I don't think they have the cash. So maybe maybe I have to wait a few days. But yeah, probably uh, that's just an inconvenience. Like probably I will get it. And then I say, but that's my whole point. There's someone between you and that what you supposedly own, right? You... And thus, you don't own it. But then he, he just doesn't see that. He was like, yeah, no, it's just an inconvenience. And then like, th yeah, then we kind of like stop talking because if he doesn't see that, then there's not a real point for me to, yeah, push harder on that basically, right? And that's exactly what we talked about in the beginning. Like if he doesn't think it's a problem, then yeah, who am I to tell him he has a problem? You know, like there's, it's difficult to, to get people along with that. I think I think when when you approach Bitcoin and the media does a very bad job at this, when you approach Bitcoin as an investment, right, then it's it's extreme it's actually extremely hard to get it, right? It's it's because because then you compare it to you know stocks and and real estate and 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 especially rich people would do it that way, right? They they don't think about um, they already have money, you know. And they maybe somebody who is who 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 has you know sold his company has they, they have proven to themselves that they can build a company. Maybe they don't even care so much about the money. I would wish for them to not care so much about the money because they 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 didn't do it for the money. That's not how, why they worked twenty four hour days, you know, um, to build the company. That's not what, how you get successful. You are only successful when you do it for the, the cause, basically. Um, and and. And maybe somebody who is who already feels confident in their in their abilities and confident in their in their situation, they don't think about Bitcoin in that way, and they don't think about the economy in that way that they that they could have problems. You know? No, I hundred percent agree. I hundred percent agree. I I, I I do think that is definitely the case with with my friends in that sense. Um, doesn't change the fact though that you know um, you know if you sell a company and you get like money for it, then that obviously is the reward for all the energy and work you put in uh, over the years. And the fact that they are probably, uh, uh, they probably want to safeguard that wealth, right? At least not eventually have less. Um, in my mind is pretty logical, but yeah, the way to get there and to show them is, uh, is an interesting challenge. Yeah. What's your tactic then? Like, what uh, what do you run what, into? What is, well, I, do, I mean, I run 
a YouTube channel and a newsletter and two podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so that is part of the that is part <laughs> of the the <laughs> the the, 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 uh, the way I do it. You know, I I, I have uh, like uh, hundreds of hours of, of video and and I write and and, and one of my of my other like um, things I do when, especially when I go on um, um, normie television what i do also do here in austria mm -hmm. I, t i talk about bitcoin without without mentioning the word that's great um because it triggers people so you don't mention it you know you such say well you know um um i don't know you know that's the problem with fiat money it gets inflated or so something like that um and for me I, I i never try to scare people because i had this phase in my gold phase so i've i've been It took me, I had, unfortunately did not get uh, into Bitcoin that early. I actually, I, I got into Bitcoin in 2013, but I didn't get it because I was deep in the whole gold situation. So I already thought about the fiat money, I already thought about the, the deal, but I mm, didn't, interesting. I also didn't believe in technology solving that problem. I thought gold would be um, the logical conclusion. Back, basically that we go back to some sort of, of gold backing um, of the currency. Mm -hmm. um, well, Actually, we have some sort of gold backing because the 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 I've I've got this 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 letter or this email from this guy and he and he's right and he said, um, but we should criticize the fiat system, but we, we shouldn't talk about unbacked fiat money because technically it's not unbacked. They also they have stuff on their balance yeah. sheet, and it's true. And gold is part of that. But you taught um, me that, by the way, in the in your episode with Breed Love. Oh about, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, like oh, yeah, yeah. That, that made a lot of sense. It is. Okay, and yeah, you know it is true if they have uh, you said like I think combined in the euro we have like the most gold reserves if you put, almost put almost thirteen thousand tons yeah yeah so it is that is something in case that system fails right like I do I do see that but of course it's different than actual gold uh, backed right like before for example in the US yes but but the, i'm not i mean i am a big gold bug but i'm not somebody who defends the gold standard because the gold standard is a rigid system and the rigid system can only break so i think True. that the idea that uh, that's in the euro is actually pretty smart i just don't know if they will ever use it or if it's already a dead relic of the past mm -hmm. so that's the thing that's why i'm so critical i actually I, i actually like the euro i just i'm very critical of the current trajectory that the ecb is taking Uh, within the world of fiat money, of course, I don't enjoy the idea of central banking itself generally, but I don't know if we will ever see a world without it. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know um, or we, if we will see it. I mean, my, my grand grandchildren maybe might see it. But, but back to the question of, of talking to people, I think that the current like events since COVID have really helped um, and I've realized that, that it's mostly, you know, it's enjoying enjoying the ride you know meeting bitcoiners doing projects with bitcoiners building stuff having a good time and being relaxed in this strange strange situation that we are in right now is the most powerful magnet mm -hmm. um seeing that we are having fun and that that we have because we we think we do have the solution you know yeah um And and in a way, for many for many Bitcoiners, I think it's actually it doesn't really matter if it's if Bitcoin long term works as their solution because they act like they have the solution, so they will act in a more positive way and they will build stuff. Um, there's this story 
uh, some other uh, uh, Nicole, who is a Bitcoiner from Germany, she told the story on on a, on a podcast, and I thought it was great. She said there's this this guy who won the lottery, and he won like one million euros in the lottery. Yeah. And then he said, oh, finally, I have I have all the money to to build the business that I always wanted to build and to to, to live the life that I always wanted to live. And then he does it, and then ten years later he says, I realized I could have done this without the million. I didn't. Ne I never needed the mm. million. You know, I just I, I could have just done it, um, but I didn't have the. And I think Bitcoin is this for many people. And I mean, maybe for you as well. You you also work on your own now, right? And you you, you do what, what what you what you think or what you what not what you want to do, but what you. Um, yeah, what I think is valuable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, one hundred percent agree. It's it's actually uh, I I love this quote. Uh, you know, that's a I think that's a real internet quote. Like the the most uh, unlikely outcome is the most entertaining. You know, uh, that's how I see Bitcoin, and I really believe it's either zero, or or it's the black hole of all the value in the world. Like there's nothing really in between. That's that's really how I think. And more and more I'm thinking it's never going to be zero again. Like this is a train that has left the station. I don't know how long it's going to take, but, but, but you know, the train is, is, is on its way. And I once read this uh, tweet also, I think 2014, 15 or something where I don't know who it was, but the tweet read like, if you even remotely believe in Bitcoin, uh, you know, and it talked about it's either zero or everything, wouldn't you want a seat in the stadium? And then I thought, yeah, man, like if, if, if the most unlikely outcome is the most entertaining, I want to sit there in my seat with my popcorn and just see what, what is, ha what is going to happen. You know, like it, it, it is the same again, back to, to like my work, you know, like criticizing an idea and saying something is stupid or it's not going to work is lazy and easy, you know, like opening your mind, doing the work, trying to understand how you could be wrong. Like that is the, the work you need to do to have an informed and honest opinion as to why something is going to work or not, you know? And um, yeah, with Bitcoin, I, I, I just think that is exactly um, the case. And that's why I have a seat in the stadium <laughs> to see what's going to happen. It's, I mean, is it the most unlikely outcome? It's actually a good question. Because when you think about the economy as a market, like as a, as a market economy, um, a global market economy, and you see this problem, and the problem is, because we talked about problems, right? Problems and solutions. And the problem is that you don't know how to save. I, I it's my 100% my opinion that people are savers. Yes, that's what we do, right? We, yeah. we, we that, that's what you said, like we, save we, to we build something eventually or yeah, do something but that, meaningful. But that is a natural thing. It's not we don't invest, you know, we don't go work, we make a 100 bucks. And then we think about what stock to buy. That's not natural. What natural is we, we put the 100 bucks somewhere. And we, when we need them, we take them out. But the problem is that this does not work, work long term. So we have we are in this in this, that's what you said about the black hole. Where this, in this absurd system where we where we buy stocks and real estate and watches and sneakers and all this kind of stuff in order to protect um, our savings. Um, so is it is it the most unlikely outcome that something would come up on the marketplace that would um, that would take um, that would solve this problem? Because I don't think it's actually the most unlikely outcome. I think it's 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 actually the most likely outcome. 
Um, maybe it's not the most entertaining outcome, but it's better to have because, I mean, in a way, the financial crisis was, as, I mean, all financial crises come from this problem because we, we, we come up with ever more complex um, constructs of how, where to put the money. But of course, well, we, we don't need a more co complex construct, we need no. a simple one. Yeah, no, I agree. So that quote was, let's say, in 2015, why that triggered me. But now I 100% agree that uh, it, it is way more likely than in 2015 that, let's say, a Bitcoin is definitely here to to stay, at least. And I really like what you said, because I got this also from, I think it was Tour de Meester in a um, podcast I listened to last week. And I think it was him who said, like, uh, and I also tweeted about this, like battling the debasement of your money is literally the extra job you don't know you have, right? Like <laughs> you take risk, you take risk with, again, right? You take risk and put in um, value with a venture or a job. And then when you get rewarded for that, you have to take more risk. Literally, yeah. you have to take more risk to to protect yourself from the automatic debasement that is inherently in the system that again you are just forced to use not forced in a bad way but it's just like where we are so you have an extra job to preserve that right and there's also another tweet i i i sent after i had that fault you know like i it's so funny because i'm i'm very risk averse and pretty much a control freak but that's exactly why i own bitcoin because i don't want to take all these risks and figure out like which stock to buy or you know sneakers or whatever you said like i I don't want to do that. I don't want to take that extra risk. I just want to move what I earned to 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 like a, a vault in cyberspace mm -hmm. that protects that wealth. And yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I think that's that's also a fun realization just for myself that I am literally that person. I am not a trader. I'm way too emotional, right? So I'm a very rational person. That's how I ended up with with Bitcoin, basically. I I, saw, I had the same thing. I mean. I don't want to know how many bitcoins I could own if I would have just bought Bitcoin instead of trading shitcoins for years that went nowhere. <laughs> I mean, down, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah, and it's it not works. only for me, it's not only, that's why I can, I, I know I can talk about this, but, but I was never successful um, because it's not only that, it's also the psychology, right? The psychology of, of, of staring at charts. Um, it wrecks you, it wrecks you. And, and I think that, and that's why it's so interesting what you do. Um, like you, you have a, an online business, mostly working with online businesses in the online business, right? In the online economy, the digital economy. Um, that that it's for me Bitcoin, and because I am one of those people, Bitcoin gave me the the security, not only as a money but also as a topic. That I said, okay, this is going to be what I want to talk about, and I know I can talk, so I can, yeah. But now I see, okay. I, I have skills that I can use within this economy to actually build something and, and, and help people. And when you help people, you get paid for it. It doesn't really, in the end, it doesn't matter if you get paid. It's also what I meant with your friend who has a million dollars here, a million dollars there. They know that they can build something. So they don't have to worry about, about um, the future so much, you know. Um, and I don't think it's the money on the bank account that makes you, that calms you down. I think it's when you see that you can actually solve your problems, which is not easy to see when you are in a... If, when you're employed, you know, um, and you have a boss and you have quarterly uh, reviews and all that stuff, you know. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, so 
it's funny because that's exactly how I think about trading. It's so so much psychology, especially like all the the shit coinery going on. And I also definitely dabbled into that and NFTs and all these things. Eventually moved everything to Bitcoin. But that is just like, oh, if this if if this person tweets about it, then I'm going to uh, you know buy before he tweets and blah blah. It's just it's it's a psychological game, and that's what I love when you, about Bitcoin when you think about that protocol idea it's just a thing it's just there it doesn't care about your ego and how you feel and it, like it, it is just a useful thing that you can use that replaces so many uh faulty and uh, things uh faulty systems that have flaws in it and it's just there and it's open and anyone can check it it's just i i think this is a big quote you know that people say like it's the closest approximation to truth but it is almost that like it's just so pure and it is just there and no one can mess around with it and that's why it's so amazing you know like it it, it doesn't care about the ego no no tricks nothing it's just no it kills the, it's just there it kills the ego yeah. if you have an ego yeah. bitcoin will absolutely wreck you because yeah <laughs> i mean and, and trading is part of that actually i, I mm -hmm. mean that was beautiful quote and i want to end it there but i do have one more story i want to tell so i yeah uh, because you said you, you look at the tweets and whatnot. I, one of the, the bear markets I sold Bitcoin in, I don't even know which one it was, but I remember on 4chan, you know, the, the image board, they have, like, they have this yeah, yeah, yeah. section for, for shit coins and Bitcoin. And I swear to God, people like whales or whatever, they are like doing this on purpose. They, they just sent out very, very um, convincing stories about, yeah, we're going to go one leg lower. And, and then there's all the charts and all the convincing arguments. And, and now I, I already, I can already see the, I can already see the, the, the patterns, right? When, when, it, when it's going down and then there are more bears appear when we're already very down. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, no, this is probably the bottom. Um, and so, so, so it's, it, you learn, you know, you learn and, 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 and we all have to, you know, living in, on, on, in this online world, we all have to learn how to navigate this. Um, and, and, and I think that, you know, the generation of our parents, they are totally lost here. We are a bit better. And the generation after us is, is already, you know, growing up with this because the 20 year olds today, technically they have seen a world without Bitcoin, but in practice. They were like five, six years old when Bitcoin was was uh, introduced. So technically, yes, but they are already the first real Bitcoin generation, and our kids are the actual Bitcoin generation. So yeah, so can't wait for that to be honest. So, so will be it's so intriguing to to think about what that could be. I love I, I I love thinking about that. Maybe we do that next time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe we, we can do we can do a, a future episode when we when we talk next time, all right? Sure. Okay, so please give us, you know, all your handles, all your public keys for Nostor, all the good stuff. So Nostor I actually set up like 2 weeks ago. I'm still figuring this out, so for now people can find me on uh, Twitter. I'm Bramk, so B R A M K. Um, yeah, if there's people out there who are building uh, awesome, uh, an awesome new company or product uh, and uh, want to perhaps work with me, they can check out my website. It's constein.co. Uh, and um, uh, two months ago, I bought startwithbitcoin.com, uh, which I want to build out into um, 
yeah, kind of like the same as the startup stash product that I mentioned before, but now a directory of resources for people to uh, to yeah get started with Bitcoin. So a links to uh, awesome people on YouTube like you, but also other learning resources uh, to um, to help people get started with Bitcoin. And that's also where they can actually read that essay that's in my pinned tweet as well. Awesome. Well, I'll I'll definitely check that out. I'll definitely put everything in the show notes um bram thank you so much for taking the time um it's thank it you. was really it was really fun talking to you um do, do we see you at um, some conference are you going to be at the bitcoin conference in amsterdam yes i'm definitely going to amsterdam so if you're there maybe we can meet up uh but yeah i'm definitely going there it's going to be my first bitcoin conference actually so i'm excited to uh, to see what that's like so i don't know yet but there's a good chance i'll be there so if i will of course i'll i'll let you know Cool, man. Okay. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time. See you next time. For more content, articles, and podcasts like this, go to fixthemoney.net. How long was your shitcoin phase? What was your favorite shitcoin? <laughs> <laughs>